I guess this is the uh, first episode, or let's hope the first episode of a continued series of me just rambling about things that are on my mind, and uh, hopefully through this, uh, maybe I'll get a better perspective or just understand myself more. Um, I don't really know where to start, really, uh, given that I love talking to people, but generally I don't talk to myself much. (laughs) I guess I don't know where to start, but um, I guess I should introduce myself and tell you a few things. I was looking through a bag of mine of some memories that I have uh, that are near and dear to me, and I found a a Brad info sheet, apparently, I had written a, a few years ago, so... I'll uh, randomly read this for you. I think this was for my then-girlfriend, Nicole, and uh, I can tell you it's definitely all over the place. Uh, What isn't, really, with me. But this will kind of give you an example of at least who I am. I like kitties. I'm a dog person. My favorite foods are ribs and watermelon. Definitely. Um, I'm a terrible speller, for sure. I love to cuddle. Yeah, I would say so, definitely. I mean, (laughs) right now, for sure, I could use a little tug and pull. I snore slash sleep on my stomach. Very true. I have two older brothers, one younger brother, one younger sister. I'm usually always energetic. Think with my heart. I love a girl's hair down. (laughs) Hate bugs. I'm a boob guy. Surprise. I have a soft spot for kids. Being in love two and a half times so far. Love your smile. Love how pure and kind you are. You're the one girl who makes me feel like this. <laughs> I'm silly and sometimes immature. And I fight hard for what I want. And generally, actually, that's probably been the downfall of well, a lot of things, really. Fighting too hard for things that you shouldn't really be fighting for. Uh, I think things should fizzle out on their own. You know, I guess some things need to lose their carbonation so that can be a little bit more digestible. Maybe it's the it's the fizz that kind of turns people off from you or even from me, really. Uh, you know, lately I guess I've been a little uh, uncarbonated, and I guess I've been in more of an understanding phase. That even makes any sense. Prefer pie. I like to sing and dance. I'm a great swimmer. I can be grumpy in the mornings. I like a good chick flick. <laughs> I'm a romantic guy. Love giving surprises. Love thunderstorms. Prefer bubble baths. Definitely, you know, but bubbles, they don't stay long enough, you know. That's my issue with bubble baths, is like, I mean, I want the bubbles to be around for a while, right? Like, I mean, sometimes I'm pretty lazy with shaving, right? And, I mean, I don't know where I'm going with that, but problem with bubbles is, you know, sometimes you want to wear you want to wear a bubble beard. It won't last long enough, you know? Sorry, uh, this is the first one, so I can't say that it's going to be very professional, but, hey, things will get better over time. Get really affectionate. Fuck. That's that's probably the, the biggest problem, honestly. Um, you know, I think attachment 
is something that I kind of have a hard time with. You know, I wish I had attachment to the right things in life and not to the wrong things, but I think that's serves as example of what I need to change, really. I wish I wasn't as affectionate because maybe the over, you know, maybe the over, not overconsumption, maybe it's just the overwhelming affectionate side of me sometimes can be a little bit much, you know, uh, it's not moderated and most people know moderation, you know, and I don't, at least right now, uh, hardworking to my own fault for sure. Um, you know, when your father raises you to be a hard worker, it can be a double-edged sword for sure. In a sense that for me, you know, I, I work so hard despite what some people think or some bosses might assume. Uh, but at the same time, when you work so hard, you keep your head down and you just keep moving forward. And maybe sometimes you don't get that perspective that you need to change and you need to go somewhere else. You know, people, I guess, always say, are you, what is it? Hardly working or working hard? And I guess... I've been working hard so much that I feel like it's hardly working because it's it's not what I need at this point you know uh, hard work will always be there but I think it's it's the decision to find something that it gives it more of a purpose that doesn't need to be money it doesn't need to be accolades it just needs to be something that makes you I don't know Breathe. Just. I'm not going to edit any of this. You know, sometimes you just need to exhale. And uh, when you're hard at work, I feel like you just have one big breath holding it, you know, and eventually it's going to fall. But uh, I don't know where I went. So let's just keep going. Have a soft spot for kids. Uh, that's definitely true. You know, how can you not? They're exactly what you wish you felt like now being an old bitter, you know, maybe not you're bitter, maybe not, maybe you're not bitter, but you know, when you see a, a kid and they act so authentically themselves and don't have this mask that most people wear throughout their life, uh, I guess some, some people as they get older kind of have that resentment or like maybe they don't like kids. I don't know because it can be a bit much, but like. I wish you could be a bit much for yourself because maybe you'd get a little bit farther. And, uh, you know, uh, kids center me for sure. Uh, I can thank my mom for having five kids. She loved the fuck. I mean, pardon my words, but I mean, hey, I mean, so do I. <laughs> um, hmm. Weird next point from that is... The way you bite your tongue, me like. Not referencing my mom. <laughs> Used to be a bully. Yep. And been bullied. I don't know which one's worse. I'm unpredictable. That's for sure. And that is also something that I guess I wish I was more predictive. Because then you could plan things out better. But I guess spontaneous 
actions lead to surprise endings, you know, and a lot of the time these days, my unpredictability when focused into making someone's day better, uh, it seems to turn out, I guess. So that's that sheet. Now I don't have anything to read off of. Um, so, you know, it's been a weird week so far. Uh, Tuesday I was, I, I don't know, I was going to say dishonorably. Probably, like, they dishonorably. They're dishonorable, I guess. But, no, I got let go, uh, I guess for a multiple of things, really. Um, I definitely read into things, and uh, I do have that issue with impulsively acting. And, you know, honestly, that is a trait that I wish I didn't have, but it's something I definitely need to work on. Being somebody with ADD, and uh, most of you guys don't understand, that it's not really a attention issue. They got it all wrong when they named it Attention Deficit Disorder. It's Intention Deficit Disorder because, you know, I intend to do the right thing. I intend to do many things. I intended to do this a few years ago, you know. I always intend to do the right thing, but I think the impulsivity which courses through my veins sometimes can be, sometimes can take the wheel, as Taylor Swift would say. Jesus, take the wheel. Well, no, my impulsivity sometimes takes the wheel, and, you know, I can see things not for what they're meant to be, but for what I perceive them to be. And, you know, everything's against me, and most things aren't, but... Sometimes I can just proceed with my eyes closed, and that's not really the best way to go about things. Hmm, what else? Well, this is like, this is what really gets me, you know? Um, apparently no one likes me. That was like a very interesting thing that I was told. Um, none of my... Well, none of my coworkers uh, liked me. Uh, that no one wanted to work with me, and that apparently being who I am and being so nice is just a facade, you know. That that hurt, you know. That you know, for someone who, yeah, I'm a good liar. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but. At the same time, I've chosen not to do that anymore. I've chosen not to be... I've tried to be authentically myself, and sometimes authenticity can be like a tongue to a battery, you know? It, it, it stings some more than it energizes others. And I guess my... Uh, my idea of who I was was questioned, you know, and and you never you never want that from somebody, from someone who you you looked up for, you know, um, or looked up to. I wish, uh, I wish it didn't really end that way. Uh, I'm happy though that I was the mature one in those situations. I mean, pff, I, <laughs> I'm never gonna be 
that ridiculous in terms of being childish. Uh, I mean, I don't raise my voice. And no, I'm pretty calm, you know, uh, at least right now. And, you know, it, it just it sucked that I couldn't say goodbye to everybody, to the customers, you know. So many of them filled me with such motivation towards figuring out what I wanted in life and, and gave me that, you know, encouragement. To, uh, you know, I'm not the most confident person at all. Apparently, I I am, but I say this as a front, or, you know. But uh, personally, I don't, I don't feel very confident. I mean, uh, you know, behind the, behind the bar, I did, but... That was only because my confidence was built piece by piece by the customers who came in and gave me that encouragement. You know, um, you're going to eventually believe what everyone says to you. Now, apparently, too, this is just in my head, and there's only 15 people who <clears throat> actually liked my drinks, and uh, they're my good friends. And, you know, I, it's it's fucked up when someone tries to like inception you and try to fucking go into your head and be like, nah, that's not real. Uh, that's not, you know, but you know, it's, it's something that I had thought about for a while. Anyways, you know, I wanted to leave to, to provide what I have to offer to more people. And I think what had happened was inevitable. Um, and, uh, but honestly, sooner rather than later, it just sucks that it's in December before Christmas and, you know, not having that triple pay month to fucking get all those gifts to provide for everybody, at least to my best ability. Now I'm kind of, uh, back to square one, you know, and I wish... You know, they never, people never mentioned how much change can hurt sometimes, you know. Uh, I'm excited for, for what comes next, but, you know, I'd be lying if I said that this kind of change so abruptly kind of left me feeling a little empty, you know. Not empty because that job was everything, but it helped follow my, my own creative process. It helped funnel my energy into something that was served that's good and you know now I don't see those familiar faces I don't this good memory is now served as just a relic really for me to just think about all the customers and what they're doing now and how they're doing and you know um, yeah they came in for the coffee but I'd like to think that they came in for more than that you know I will eventually stop saying, you know, hopefully. It just sucks that, you know, fuck. <laughs> it sucks that I couldn't say goodbye to you. I mean, it doesn't have to be goodbye, but I guess in my head, I, I work it up to be like everything's a goodbye and that was an opportunity for me to really spread myself out thin so that many people can see what I have to offer.
there's many things that I was grateful for at this job. And, you know, even when I was being chewed apart in this, in my final whatever that was, I was still man enough to ask for advice. Still man enough to say, still human enough is probably the proper way. Still human enough to say that I appreciate you, that I like you. And then I needed advice. And I'm happy that I, I've got to that point because I'm the type of person who wants to to rip everything apart, you know? Um, so I can see myself outside of the body, seeing this as an opportunity to show myself that I've got past what I used to be. And while sitting there, I could see myself reflected in him and I could see that I that is me and that is suffering. You know, um, when you see other people suffering as your own suffering, it tends to center you a bit more. And, you know, I'd be upset if I was him. My dad died and, well, <laughs> lucky he didn't. But, um, you know, I could see that someone was hurting and, and I understand that uh, sometimes you need to follow it somewhere, you know. Frustration leads to erratic behavior, and I've been pretty frustrated lately, but mostly just stuck in my head trying to figure out, was he right or was he wrong? <clears throat> it sucks when you can be so convincing to yourself, and a lot of the times I find myself asking, is this the right answer? Is there an objective truth to what I'm asking? Because... I can convince myself of anything and, and, and sometimes that can't be, sometimes that isn't the best way. Am I a good person? Well, I could list many reasons why I would be, but I could use list the same. And I guess a lot of these questions I wish someone could answer objectively. A lot of these people around me, customers, acquaintances they they see what's inside but maybe it's when someone feels of superiority someone feels above someone else they they don't see the fragileness of what's inside you know i wish i could be a parent someday and i Definitely won't be passing this kind of trait to my son. Uh, acceptance, understanding, and forgiveness is a big thing. And, well, you know, who knows if I'll forgive such shitty behavior. But it gives me the understanding of what it takes to be a good boss. To see what customers and to see what people appreciate. I was surprised in, to hear that everyone hates me that I work with, that there's only one person that enjoyed my company. You know, I, I can see that. I'm a bit much. I can go into things a little... There's many things I uh, that are wrong with me. But it sucks that the 10% outweighs the 90%. And, you know, we're all not perfect, but... I guess when you 
have power over others, you think you're perfect. I don't want power over others. I want power over myself. <laughs> I wish someone could give me that. I like giving and receiving, you know? I'll give you everything you want, but will I ever give myself that? Who knows? But life will go on and things will get better. And this is just the beginning of who knows. I'll try and do this every single day. I mean, now that I have no job, I got fired, you know, just living it up. I might as well do this as some sort of way of getting out what's on my chest. Do I stay in the coffee realm? Do I go travel and, and look in someone's eyes across the sea, across the sky? You know, do I do I stare into my own eyes in a mirror and accept who I am? These are many things that I need to do and want to do. What do I do first? You know, I have an issue picking something on Netflix. So how the fuck am I gonna pick how to change my life? You know. Helping people is definitely always going to be in the center of the mantle I call my life. And helping people, I feel like, is my purpose. But potential has so much room. I, I wish potential was more concise because then I could know exactly what to put all my energy in. Everything has potential. You you have potential. I do. And so the things that we think we're not good enough for. I think potential is so big, and you can be anything that you want, but it takes the right lens to see what you're missing and to see what you need. And we got a lot of people out there with frames with no lenses, seeing a world that they think they know, they think they love. Yet when you put a lens in those glasses and they can see their reflection mirrored back at them, they see, oh, fuck, I, I'm not living the life I want to reflect. I'm the sum, and so are you, of the negative and the positives of your family, the strengths and the weakness of your mom and dad. Um, my, I would say that my ability to care for others, to love anyone, and to provide something more for them besides just a satisfactory smile would come from my mom. <clears throat> Sorry. And my worrisome, where, where have you been? My obsessiveness with... Maybe things might go wrong. Well, that's from my daddy. Um, <laughs> but also, being a hard worker comes from him, too. Being a video gamer, that comes from my mom. She loves Zelda. She loves a good dungeon with a sword and some spiders. And uh, I'm thankful for that because it reminds me of her. I used to be a jealous person and <laughs> I fucked up a lot of things a long, 
for a long time. But eventually, you will get over it. It's probably the hardest thing for someone to get over, but jealousy is really just a dick afraid to get wet. You know, when I wrote that down, as short as that sounds, uh, it really made sense to me that that jealousy is really just my inhibit, my inability to act on what I truly want. What is jealousy if it's not the mirrored reflection of what you need to be doing? Seeing somebody with someone else, you shouldn't be mad or you shouldn't be spiteful or you shouldn't want that. You should see that and recognize that that is you. And in order to be that you that you're seeing, if this makes any sense, is to really just go out and do it. Just like Nike said, just do it. I mean, it seems fuck, fucking stupid saying, but honestly, they hit it right right on the nail. Just do it. And uh, that's kind of what I did today. I just did this. Um, who knows how long this will be? 25 minutes. Wow. I wanted it to be like an hour, but who knows if I'll have anything else to talk about. I think you have to leave if, if, if you feel like it's the right thing to do. You need to see the things you read about in books, as my friend Jessica, would s- favorite singer, would say. You saw the films and you were hooked. Um, I forget what the rest of it was, but, you know, you read these things, you see these things, and you need to enjoy these things. I think going somewhere else gives you a better perspective on what you had and what everyone else has. Love is either in your heart or on its way, and a lot of people (laughs) need love these days, and I'm on my way. I'm just taking a little longer than I expected. I I hope one day that I can have a family, that I can finally let go of the breath that I've been holding for so long. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I can be a rock someday. And who knows if, if, if that that will happen. But um, it'll happen if I f- get up off my ass and, and do something about it. Going against the grain never works. And, and lately for me, just leaning into myself more and more seems to create the better possibilities. I mean, I didn't expect to have sex on my birthday. But... You be nice and you make some jokes about sacrificing things in a cemetery and, well, you find uh, you find exactly what you're looking for. And, you know, let's give you a play-by-play of that day because that was very interesting. Get picked up. Where do you want to go? It's pretty chilly and shitty out, but I said a graveyard, so we went to a graveyard. Um, it ended up being so shitty out that we, we got about a minute, two minutes into the walk and we're like, yeah, fuck this. Let's go back to your place or let's get something warm. So, you know, we went back to mine and I put on a a movie. Who are we kidding? You put on these things so that we can pay attention to it and not pay attention to each other. I, I mean, it's just a bunch of bullshit really, but like, 
I mean, it's not bullshit because it, it kind of gives you that awkward tension. Sometimes tension's needed in order for it to feel justified. But, you know, things happened and it just, it felt, <laughs> it felt good. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't finish if that, if that's what you're thinking by me saying feel good, but it's just something about sex that it, it flips a switch. Uh, and for me who had, it's been quite a while, it made me feel so good for so long that, uh, it, 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 it did reset me and it, it gave me a perspective on things. Uh, you know, I, I definitely realized that I'm not this immature kid that I used to be and it sucks that she's gone, but was she ever really here? Uh, the potential was there, but I think the discrepancy maybe in age and in understanding and, well, honestly, my obsessiveness got the better of me again. But I knew myself that if I fought for what I knew probably wouldn't work out, that I would have been in the exact same spot that I'd been in before. And a lot of things now in life are me seeing for what they are and knowing what happens if I go down said path. And luckily now I start to decide not to. Instead of reaching and reaching and reaching, hoping that someone will, will, will latch on, I just need to let things fizzle, like we said earlier. Love is is always there. And when you look into someone's eyes so intently, and, my man, her eyes were... Fucking look over my shoulder, and I fucking still see, like, it's like Sauron's... Not, now nah, Sauron, he didn't have beautiful eyes. It's a fucking tower with a red thing. I mean, her eyes... Whew, I'll give you goosebumps. Just dismantle my disguise as Anthony Green would say. But at the end of the day, uh, eyes are the windows to the fucking person's soul. I screwed that one up. Eyes are the gateway to someone's soul. And I guess I didn't see the soul that I needed to see. It, it was fun while it lasted, but it, it fizzled the way it needed to be. I do still think about it, though. It was nice to be a good influence on somebody, but of course, moderation is not something that I'll ever be able to do. And, you know, my moderation for wanting to make you feel good... I fucking wish I didn't have 11, 11, 11. There's no zero. Well, there's, yeah, there's zero or there's full on, baby. And I'm sad to say that that's one thing that I can't really control. When you see that you can make someone feel good and then you want to min-max it, you want to do it as much as you can, you know, I guess someone can't feel good all the time despite what I, I want to think. I'll definitely always remember 
the perspective that I got and the feeling that I got, it's definitely propelling me in the right direction. But what should I go? Like, I'm looking at this thing. I'm looking at this thing go by, and it's like a lot of pauses here. So I don't know. Should I be pausing this much? I mean, I do think a lot, but at least sometimes I need like two or three seconds to just figure out where I should go. What would you like for yourself in this life? Are there things that you wish you could do but you didn't have time for? You should make time for your family. As someone who spent most of his 20s not really seeing his family all that much besides family occasions, now I try to make it a bit more of a point. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and the main thing people say is that they wish they could have spent time with their family, their mom and dad before they were gone, and a lot of the time they don't. So I'm trying to make the conscious decision these days to do that, even if it hurts, and even if it's not easy, it's the right thing to do, and it's what should be done. I'm happy that I'm capable of caring in the way that my mother can, because it'll only serve me better in the future to be the ones who can care for them, to be the ones who can care for my little baby when you get your little boo-boo, you know, uh, all those things. Uh, I just hope I don't care too much. I mean, I mean, it's your kid, so you should care a lot, but I mean, you know what I mean by not caring, caring too much. See what I mean? All over the place. So... I was looking through these different things that I have here, and I was going through my favorite memories and the most near and dear to myself, and I found a letter from Miss Laura W., my favorite little old lady. And this was from September 10th, 2016. This was the day I left Costco, PWD, when I quit and read that epic quit letter that was sick you know but this got me really emotional right now when I read it and that what kind of almost what triggered me to do this so let me read this to you now because this is exactly what I needed to read when I went through this and I didn't expect to see this and you know it's very time it's very like time appropriate dear Brad this comes to wish you great success and all you can achieve a time to step out bravely now. Be hopeful and believe. Some others may depend on you to help them find their way. But making friends and touching hearts will brighten any day. There may be many hills to climb with boulders here and there. But remember, when you reach the mountaintop, the future will be so clean, clear, clean. So may the path you choose to take hold all you want it to. And in the years which lie ahead, may life be good to you. From a friendship book. We will miss you. Always. Lord W. Good old Lord W. Such a great old lady. I remember uh, when she started at Costco and 
she had a rough go out of, of it at the beginning too, and a lot of people didn't really like her. I mean, she seemed kind of kooky, and she is kooky, but like, I'm kooky too. And while it did start off rough for her, she ended up just settling down and fizzling out and just becoming exactly what I needed in that time. And she she would always give me a hug and her gray hair and her cute little glasses and her nice little messages like this. I used to write her letters or little messages and put them on her table and take her pen and I just bug her all the time. I used to make fun of her smoking that wacky tobacco in the back of her pickup truck with her brother and I used to always ask her about her son John and how he was doing because he was her he was her everything I think that's where I was going now this will probably be the probably the most emotional thing I read and probably how I'll end this my last relationship like serious relationship with Nicole did so much for me in so much ways in so many ways that I always kept this because this this gave me this gave me it just showed me love ex- I, I don't love of course exists but back when I got this back when I was unsure about things but I felt so strongly towards her even so much so that I swore off sex, you know? I mean, for someone who loves to fuck. You know? <laughs> Back then, uh, you know, that was a big thing. And, and she was very... She was Christian. I say very Christian, but who are we kidding? If you're not following what should be done, you're not Christian. Uh, and she used to be an atheist. But, you know, when her father passed away, she found God. And... I'll probably, you know, who knows? I want to find, like, if, if that's what f- found, if that was what bridged the gap between where her father was and where she was now, and where maybe I'll be in the future and where my father will be, well, fuck, I'll have to give, I'll have to give the Lord a shot because there's something there with her. There was something there. On my birthday, she gave me some journal entries from her diary and uh, someone who likes to write now and um, I haven't even read this in years uh, I can already tell that this is probably what got me started writing and probably it, I think it was it's what it, it was so in depth and it was so so pure and it was just it was directly from inside that no I I, I, I can't help but write that way and I'll try to read this fully through. It was two entries. It was one page, and it's just so beautiful. So, August 6th. I'm a hopeless romantic. I can't help it. When I begin to like a guy, I really start to like him. Let's just uh, pause this before I continue. Uh, I was her first boyfriend. Her first kiss. So many firsts. So the purity at which she felt in this, uh, it just it 
It felt felt great. And it, it just it was amazing. Let, let's just keep reading. There's this guy who works as a demo person. There's this guy at Costco who works as a demo person. And I don't know how it happened exactly. He definitely caught my attention. He's just so kind-hearted. I don't even know. I don't even know that. There's a good chance that I'm being naive fool. But, you know, it's been a long time since I felt this way. I mean, like butterflies and all. He, he, his eyes are so nice. I feel like I'd stare in them all day. <laughs> Again, I don't know how this happened. I noticed him once and thought he was cute. And then I noticed he would come into my line at my registers. He'd always ask me how my shift was going. Smiley face. And once we even made contact from across the room. Big smiley face. I was hoping that wasn't all just in my head. And once he said bye to me. And then once he even said bye to me. And he always says hi to me when he sees me. Smiley face. I just think that's so sweet, you know. And so today, August 6, 2015, I decided that I would do something crazy. Well, the thing is that I saw him when I was doing go-backs. And, oh, he's just so cute and makes me blush. <laughs> For some reason, I just couldn't get him off my mind at that point, And I tried to forget about it. And then I had a crazy idea. I had an idea to give him my kindness coin that I got from Santa. I gave it to him, and I and he said... I gave it to him, and I said he made me smile. And he said, I hope I can always make you smile. And, oh, dear, he also showed a good sense of humor when he said... Can I have a collection of these? <laughs> I just, for once in a very, 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 very long time, I felt like someone actually noticed me. Someone not like 40, <laughs> but someone who, I don't know. I'm sure I'm being ridiculous. I don't even know his name, for goodness sakes. August 10th, a few days later, 2015. So, yes. So he... Today, I went to work at 10.30. Well, uh, let me just backtrack a touch. So on August 7th, I worked, and I did see him again, but chose not to seem too desperate, so I actually didn't say hi. <gasps> Big <gasps> face. Even though that was very hard for me, sad face. So again, today I go to work, hoping that I would see him again. I did see him. And when I was doing go-backs, he was wearing a really nice purple shirt and black pants, and he was whistling. <laughs> Biggest smile, not at me, but a tune. <laughs> oh my god. I felt sad that we didn't make eye contact, but then he, he, this never happens to me, smiley face. So, anyways, I was uploading people's carts. I see him unexpectedly and call him over and ask how he's doing. Guess what he says? He says, I'm doing much better now. <laughs> oh dear, I'm so happy. I kept blushing under, I kept my blushing under control, and then I say, Oh, you're just saying that. And he says, no, I'm not. <laughs> that I get his name. It's Brad. And his last name is Ashurst. No, not due to Facebook stalking. <laughs> so Brad tells me that he wants to laminate that coin I gave him. <laughs> In capitals. He wants to keep it? He said that he wants to capture it. He said no one does this stuff, stuff like this anymore. And I said, well, maybe it was cheesy. And then he says, well, he's the guy to go to for cheesy stuff. Oh my, he's so handsome. I just, anyways. So then I, I tell him, I hope he has a great day. And then he says he wishes to see me again soon. 
Is this thing mutual? I don't know. But I'm really hoping it is because mutual liking would be extremely nice. August 15th. So I definitely think this is a mutual thing. <laughs> okay, so I was working again today and he comes to say hi to me again. He even says something like, long time no see. XD. So I hope to see him again so I can tell him that I'm happy he's going to keep my coin. August 16th. And so, gosh, so much was said. I can't even. Well, he said that he wants to keep my coin forever. Smiley face. And he asked me if he could, if it was the only, and he asked if it was the only one I had. And I said, yep. And he looked her to leave because he said that it fe he felt special. And he said that I was too good to be true. And I said the same to him. And then I said, there's just something about him. And he said the same back. He said, we both have it. I'm not sure what to say, smiley voice. And he wanted to see me again, so he told me to come see him after work, so I did. It was cute, because he said, I've been waiting for you. And then, well, not really. And then, yes. And then, <laughs> it was just so funny. He was nervous. I thought I thought I would never have that effect on a guy. <laughs> he told me that he posted the coin on Facebook. I had to let and get back to work. And I got all jumbled up too. But I told him that there was only a couple more weeks. I was only here for a couple more weeks. And he said we should do something before I leave. And I said, yeah. He said he could. we could go for ice cream. <laughs> We're going to figure something out. I literally can't believe this is happening to me right now. All caps. I guess we will see what happens next. A smiley face. Well, that it, what happened next is he added me on Facebook ah, and left me a message. Sweet. You know, it just, it, it felt good. It still feels good. Goosebumps and everything. Hey, you might as well read that birthday card of said person who gave me that diary entrance a promise of love for your birthday i wish i could buy you a thousand gifts for your birthday fancy things luxuries surprises to delight you but i know the things that make life happy can't be bought like love and the closeness two people share time the days spent when we're happy no matter what we're doing kindness the little things we do for one another these things can't be bought and yet the best gifts of all and so for your birthday, I'm giving you this promise as part of my gift to love you even more and to make you even happier. To make all our days together days to remember. This was what the card had said, but then there's a personal message. Let me try and read it in her uh, enlightened, enheightened voice. Dear Teddy Bear, happy 25th birthday, my love. And I'm so thankful to God above. That I get to share this special day with you. A kind and gentle man who caught my eye months ago. Who would have known that I would be waking up beside you today? <laughs> what a blessing. Thank you for all you do for me. Truly. Please know that I appreciate you so much. You're my one and only. And I will love you for the rest of my days. XOXO. Sincerely, 
yours, Nicole. And then uh, let's just read this because it's out of the timeline. This is a fucking sick-ass construction paper Thanksgiving turkey gobble-gobble card I got from her. You're the best. I'm glad you'll eat me because you're worth it. This is so random. There's like a fucking turkey in here. <laughs> I am thankful for you coming to see me at school when you made me feel wanted as you held my hand in the movie theater. Our first date was um, going to the movies because while most people think it's pretty cliche, for her, it was exactly what she wanted for her first date. The candles and flowers you get me for my birthday, the cutest things you post on my FB, your support for my schooling, your gentle touch, sweet kisses, and warm embrace, the fact that I can share my love for music, movies, TV shows with you, you're my gym, XO. Your cute morning texts, your audios, God blessing me with you. Love you, Brad Ashurst. Love you too. So as we, I guess, conclude this, whatever this was, uh, you know, love yourself and keep things that make you happy. A lot of these memories I've just dug up now and, and they make me feel good. They make me feel good for what I've done for the people that I've cared for and I apologize that I'm, uh, you know, I got fucking ADD. Why do I have to apologize for anything? Um, my memory will always be my favorite trait and my strongest attribute. And I, I wish I would be able to remember how I felt when... I don't fucking know where I was going. I was trying to think of something cool to say and like... <sighs> I didn't. So, my question for you, and I guess, uh, hey, give me some feedback or ask me some questions. Maybe next time I'll have things written down. I had planned to come into this having things written out, you know, if I can, I'm going to do it all. But clearly, uh, that's not the case. But I feel good that I sat down and somehow talked for 50 fucking minutes. I mean, of course, there's a lot of pauses and a lot of scratches and fucking banging shit. But that's life. You got to claw your way out of that bitch someday. You know, my favorite comedian and my, my homie, Joey Diaz, would say, you know, I got, I got one foot on the banana peel and one foot in the graveyard. So you might as well dance. And it's true because you're, you're one slip away from falling in to your deathbed you're one slip away from succumbing to your fears succumbing to your worst thoughts and to your guilty pleasures uh, but I think it's it's the it's the risk of slipping is what motivates us to get to where we want to be death's around the corner but so is your potential which one would you prefer to me I mean it's pretty obvious Death's always going to be there. And I, you know, I don't know if there's a fear. That was actually one thing that I, I would, you know, talk to customers about recently. And maybe you can help me because I don't really understand it. 
you know, my original queen bee, my <laughs> my original longest relationship and ex. I remember being in bed with uh, Amanda and her actually getting pretty upset and crying. And hey, sorry, I'm gonna fucking say all these personal things, uh, so people are gonna know shit about you guys. But I remember her getting upset and so teary-eyed when we got under this conversation of what are you afraid of and she was afraid to die and back then i just didn't understand just i didn't understand shit even myself so i was like huh huh what how yes what what and you know the more you question the more it's cements in someone's mind and i have never forgotten that you know and recently when i brought it up to customers i say is what is the fear of death because if death is inevitable what is there to be afraid of? You know, most people a lot of the time would give me materialistic answers, and I've only found one answer that kind of that that makes sense more so than the others. And that it's just I don't want to leave the ones that I love worse off than they are now, or in a worse position. That makes sense, but I don't know. Death shouldn't be something you're afraid of. It it will be embraced. I think finally. Your ego will be gone, you know. My ego will be gone. I think death is something we look should look forward to. Not a death that happens soon or not tomorrow, or but death is the reward of a, of a life well lived. You know, and uh, who knows if there's more past death? Um, some would believe that. Death is just you graduating grade four. And in a sense, when people say, how how can you be happy about that kid dying at a young age or, or this person dying at, at this age? And when you see death as just the first plane and there's so many more planes of existence, who knows? This is, you know, I'm just speaking you know, creatively that can't be a sh- you can't be upset but you should be happy that wow he graduated grade four early you know he's on that next level i guess it's not really tough to to really understand i don't even know what i'm getting at but i don't fear death because when it's happening there's nothing you can do except accept that it's happening and i mean yes you can be more healthy you can prolong everything but death happens for a reason, and I guess I'm just saying that it, it, whenever death comes, whether it's today, tomorrow, or at the end of said life or career, I'm going to welcome it. I'm going to say, hey, buddy, what are we doing? Where are we going? What are we going to do? What have you been doing? You know, because the thing is, is death's pretty lonely, you know? He got nobody. I mean, he's taken people he's putting them over there he's taken people he's showing them their seat he's you know he lives a life of being the host death is the per- is the host of the afterlife right he's the person who takes you to one place or the other so why why would i show death disdain when i could shake its hand and tell him hey i'm here for you nobody's here for you bud uh i don't know where that was going but Hey, maybe you'll get get what I'm getting at someday. 
then you can tell me like, oh, wow, you know, this was cool the way you thought. And then maybe you can write out what I'm doing and make it better and then give me more of a perspective. Who knows? It's 8.55. I probably should have did this around lunch, one or two. It definitely would have been more concise, more professional. Now, being past the... You know, when I when I turn into a wolf around 8.55, you're asking for me to be all over the place. So, what's your favorite movie? You got a favorite movie? I got a bunch. I haven't watched Donnie Darko in a while, and I've been meaning to. Uh, it's definitely one of my favorites, top five. We got Big Fish. Right? Big Lips. We got Big Fish. Uh, that is probably, if, if I was to say to somebody, what movie represents who you think you are or who you want to be in general, how your life, how you wish your life would be played out if it was in a movie, it'd be Big Fish, 100%. Edward, you know, I see myself as being Edward Bloom. I don't see me being above being magical, but, you know, he just, he always did the right thing. You know, and, and and the bad things kept happening to him. But he kept he kept on moving forward. He kept going. He kept loving. And what's interesting in the dynamic of that movie is how the son, you know, didn't get to spend much time with his father and then at now his father passing away, Edward Bloom, uh, his son wanted to piece apart his life to figure out if his dad, what his life was, if whether the stories were real or not, and convenient enough, you would find that some weren't, and some some were, and you know, it's just I love the way that, as a father, he would tell his son about his life through stories, and I guess that's what I initially started doing when I wrote these little journals that I had. So, yeah, Big Fish definitely one of them. Um, the Notebook for sure. You know, who doesn't like a good sappy movie? You know, Rachel McAdams. I mean, I liked Ryan Gosling more so from Breaker High, which was like a, a YTV show. Throwback to my 90s people out there. Breaker High was kind of a sick idea for a show. Maybe I should rewatch that. Basically, it was a high school, but it was on a cruise ship. Doesn't that sound fucking sick? You didn't, fuck, you didn't like this guy, this guy's bullying, this guy, this guy. Just chuck him off the ship. Fucking in the middle of nowhere. You don't need him. But I remember it being a good show, and I remember that's where I found out about Ryan Gosling before he became super popular. Um, another one that I really like, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, that one I can't watch without crying, for sure. Uh, that one in Green Mile. Uh, but yeah, that's basically it. But hmm, least favorite movie definitely buried. Fuck that movie. Someone out there explain to me how that is even an enjoyable movie. I I couldn't imagine that being someone's number one favorite movie. But he's just literally in a casket, buried for the whole movie, just lying there. I mean, yeah, there's a bit more stuff, loud noises. What the fuck's that? What's that? But other than that, really, it's just garbage. 
And honestly, I think it's Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling. Honestly, I mix those two fucks up. They should fight, I guess. I think Ryan Reynolds would definitely win, for sure. I mean, Ryan Gosling is like a little piece of peanut brittle. Just fucking snaps him. Uh, anyways, this is it for me. Now. <sighs> Just a yawning. Um, I guess I should have started the podcast out with be like naming it. And, yeah, this is the name. But I guess I'll end it. The podcast, or this is the last. I don't know how I want to end this. Well, that's it for now, guys. You've been tuned in to Casually Messy with Brad. I named it that because, well, just as you would see, and just as you imagine life, it, it can be casually messy. You know, you it's uphill battles and downhill struggles, but it's the balance that keeps us alive. I'm going to let you go because I'm fucking passing out here. I'll talk to you tomorrow. It'll be a lot better. I hope. Bye.